What's going on, guys? We're back for episode two of Koso Well. Welcome back. Rudy, off the bat, I just want to know, how did you feel doing the last episode? How do you feel about it? It was it was a little nerve-wracking at first, just because yeah. I wasn't used to getting back on the mic after being off for six months. Yeah. And it took me a little getting used to to get my rhythm back into, you know, just talk. Like, yeah, you're like, how are we going to... Wait, we're supposed to talk? Yeah, it's like, how do I... <laughs> what do I do? How do I... How is this funny? Or... I think it's, it's really... It's it's just funny, because, I mean, we we have conversations like these all the time but when you put a mic in front of you it just completely changes oh, yeah. the freeze. way that you Some behave people freeze up and yeah like... you start getting nervous or whatever mm -hmm. but yeah yeah we're like it's just you and me babe like let's just <laughs> fucking talk <laughs> so anyway how did you feel about it like what do you mean like the, episode? the last episode as far as like do you, I, I think it ultimately it went came out well. Great. Yeah, it came out great in the end. After like we got through the whole hurdle of the nervousness and the you yeah. know the first back to first day back at school type of thing. Right. I think we. I mean, we got so much love from a lot of you guys, and I definitely felt missed. It was really cute and nice to see people actually missed hearing our asses out. Yeah, I mean, we were all up in their ear holes, like all up every in once that a eardrum, just fucking it up, <laughs> just fucking all kinds of shit up in there. Yeah, we were like. All up in that bitch, but <laughs> I don't know. I like freaked for a moment. For a moment, I was like, "What do I say?" Um, <laughs> uh, how were people reacting to you speaking about us openly like that? By the way, I received a lot of positive feedback, support, and um, it was great. I mean, I was not expecting. Honestly, I wasn't even expecting to get any kind of messages, text messages, or DMs just because Because you kind of assumed everyone knew. Yeah, I thought everybody... Everyone who mattered knew. I thought everybody knew about yeah. you and I. I mean, we are very public with our with our relationship on social media. We're always posting pictures of us on vacation or out and about. Mm -hmm. So I just assumed everybody knows. But yeah. that wasn't the case for some people. And right. um, I know one... One friend that did stick out the most was my friend Lebrado. Uh, yeah. You actually mentioned to me the comment that he had right. put on the our guy on the that page he, on Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook because right. I hadn't seen him in in years. And in face, in a face, I hadn't seen him in years. And we went to middle school and high school together. And he just like flat out, you know, I so I'm happy for you guys. Support your the podcast, support the relationship, and everything. Yeah, he even like went as far as to like number them yeah, and like put them. like little <laughs> stuff that we said or was like commenting on certain things that we spoke about on that episode. Yeah, that was it was really nice to see that for so, sure. Yeah, definitely was not expecting that. I didn't even know he listened honestly. Yeah, it's interesting how some people who you would never think actually listen to the show listen to the show, just because I feel like everyone's on fucking true crime podcasts yeah. and shit you know we need to like we need we should probably think about have getting like an it. episode of where we do like a true crime one or something true and crime like Dallas. yeah and like see how what people okay, say anyway we're yeah um <laughs> i'm glad that people were honestly really supportive of you and us it's it was refreshing i think to see so definitely feel happy about that. And if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, refer, you know, go back and listen to. <laughs> refer to. Why do you always say that? Refer, yeah, reference, <laughs> refer. Uh, go listen to episode one of season two. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, you'll kind of be up to speed on what we're talking about. Definitely. Um, this week, we're actually going to be speaking on that question that we teased you guys about on the last episode. And honestly, this question can be applied to so many people in very different situations or similar, I guess. Uh, you never know, and maybe you can relate, but we did ask the question, is throwing the term, quote, unconditional love a term that is used to excuse toxic behavior or relationships? So is this a realistic kind of love? And like for me, I had to kind of sit down and, you know, have that conversation with myself. It kind of went along the lines of, you know, Rudy, self, 
What is unconditional love? Self. <laughs> and I knew it was me because I know the way I sound. So, <laughs> so it wasn't some crazy person. Yeah, so it I, wasn't a demon. I, I, had to, I had to think about it because, I mean, I've never honestly... <laughs> so and I knew it was me because I, I know how I sound. <laughs> <laughs> and like I actually had to sit and think because I've never had to think i mean what is unconditional love i guess because yeah. maybe i was single for 10 years i don't know right you have 10 years of loneliness to I prove have 10 years of thinking of unconditional love what it is yeah. and that was that was a good 15 minutes that i sat <laughs> and, and thought about it but, um, but I, I mean i guess it's, it's just the opinion i came up with on how i view unconditional love so i guess there's no right or wrong answer there definitely isn't a right or wrong answer this is all all the conversation we're gonna have is obviously opinion based so whether you agree with it or not I mean, I always want to know. Yeah. I'm always willing to hear people out. So I definitely want to hear what you guys think about Be it. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep, you're <laughs> wrong. So <laughs> You're like, oh, like, it's it's not wrong, but it's also not right. No, I'm right. Just kidding. Like, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I've applied this mentality in my life with so many different uh, relationships that I have and don't have anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that depending on how you see yourself and how you're growing up to think, it, it is really easy to excuse the behaviors of people who you're supposed to love and are supposed to always, like, respect or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean because I know growing up when I was younger, I would constantly make excuses for people that were treating me a certain way or being somewhat disrespectful to me or yeah. just kind of taking advantage of And, the... like, excusing it and just, like, accepting it. Yeah, I would make excuses because... They, I, f- I would feel like they're taking advantage of me back when I was nice before I turned into an asshole that I am today. You're like, not the dick that I am today. <laughs> so I would make excuses like, oh, maybe because I let them take advantage of the situation or whatever. I mean, it was just uh, just me being stupid, naive and young. I think I think that without realizing a lot of the times people are raised and are and are and are taught. And I feel like this applies to society and culture as a whole is that we're supposed to respect and love our elders family people who are are around us all the time because that is what the correct thing to do and i agree with that and but to add on to that for example i feel like in the latino community families uh latino community families you have to respect in families you have to respect everybody like no matter what and and like everyone's everyone's your friend because you'd be rude not to Mm -hmm. i mean I know I'm right about that. <laughs> so let me, let me ask you this question, because I know, yeah. I don't know if this is a ge- uh, generational gap thing or not, uh-huh. but I was raised, you treat people, especially your elders, most especially right. your elders, you treat them with respect. Mm-hmm. I've come across some people that are like, no, I give respect when it's when I'm given respect, and it doesn't yeah. matter the age. What right. do you think about that, though? Uh, that's a toughie. Um, and I only say that because I believe that I'm the kind of person that I, and, and this is probably the generational thing mm-hmm. where I, I feel like you res- the respect that you give people are the same respect that you are expected to receive. Right. right. So how you treat others is, you know, that saying, what is it? Um, how you treat others, how you would like to be treated. Mm-hmm. And, and I really do generally believe that I feel like no matter the age difference, if you're going to be an asshole to me, I don't have to necessarily be an asshole back to you, but I'm cutting you off. Okay. You that, know what I'm saying? Matter, it doesn't matter the age. It's just... It, it doesn't matter the age. No. Like, I mean, you could be super old and be super nice and I'm going to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So but don't come at me sideways, Grandma. Oh, don't. Well, what Grandma do? What she do? <laughs> <laughs> I guess because like, I asked that question because, yeah. I mean, again, I've come across that for me growing up and, uh, you know, obviously Latino family. I mean, I fight with like six-year-olds. I know. you. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> um, like growing up, I always, you know, respect my aunts and uncles, everything, no matter yeah. what. And now come family members that are closer to my age, like my cousins or whatever. Yeah, you come at me sideways. I'm You're going to get the same treatment back. Versus if my aunt were to like tell me something about the way I'm dressed or if they were to come yeah. at me with, with our relationship, be like, uh, that's not right, blah, 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 which they haven't. But if they ever right. did, I was like, well, I mean, be re- uh, for me, be respectful. You know, mm-hmm. what? I value your opinion. It's not the right one <laughs> or like I don't agree with well, what you're saying. Well, no, it's like, you know what? And that's the thing is like that's that's part of the discussion that we're going to have is because it's. Because, for example, right now you just said, I, I value your opinion. No, like, you don't have to. Right. Like, there are people who believe a certain way, and if and, and it I may guess. be in contradiction to what you believe. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, cool. Then we don't either, either we don't have this conversation, agree to disagree, mm-hmm. and move forward, or we're not going to be on good terms. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but that's it's engraved into our DNA to think that way. And again, I feel like this applies to most people if you weren't raised by savages, at least. But the biggest failure I think I have personally seen and have been raised to accept is that no matter what, you're supposed to accept the way that people treat you because they're family, because they're family friends, because of, you know, you maybe you grew up with them, like their attitudes or toxic behavior is supposed to be tolerated. And I mentioned that specifically because that's what but mostly applies to me in my life when I think about this question. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, like, like you hit a good point. It's like, you hit a good point where you said, like, as far as the, the, when you mentioned, I don't, I see, cause I don't think you even caught yourself. Yeah, like, no, I didn't. Cause I, when you're like, I, I think I used the wrong word. I said value. I meant, right. I think I meant to say respect, I guess. But, you, but see, and even still, no, and even still, it's like, you don't have to respect their mm-hmm. opinion. Like, if somebody's telling you that what you're, who you are is wrong, you why would you respect that? You know, what? I'll be back. I'm gonna make a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's like we're taught to think that way when it comes to family too, and so, and and so unconditional love can be the love that you feel for a significant other or your mother, father, sister, brother, or cousin. It's just that feeling that you feel for someone you care for so deeply. And in a way, I feel like I can say that about you, right? Like, I'm like, I feel unconditional love for you, Rudy. Mm-hmm. But in the experiences that I've, that I've lived in my life with my past relationships, and that honestly, that goes for any relationship, not just limited to like a significant other, but unconditional love is something that society has built up to be the ultimate type of love. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, that type of love and mentality that someone has about love is a sweet way to kind of sugarcoat and accept toxic behavior from others, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, it could be applied to a relationship. It could be applied to you, Fri- your friendships and yeah, and, and your tias, your mom, your sister, your brother, you know, because this is just kind of like, the the idea we grew up with like we're supposed to accept these people because that's what unconditional love is um and we're going to talk about more on like on the relationship side yeah. from my at least for for me but i mean this can be applied to family yeah. members too yeah it could be applied to family members friends like people you interact with on mm-hmm. a daily basis yeah so i guess what is unconditional love to you to what me? was it at least before 
this for me conversation uh, before this conversation we had uh to me unconditional love i saw it as honestly i think my version of what i saw might to some people be considered somewhat toxic uh-huh. because i was i'm in a relationship or in my past relationships i've always been like the giver i want to make sure this person's happy i yeah. want to make by any means necessary right. whether man like draining myself physically mentally whatever i would try to give my all into like that's the ultimate kind of love that you can give somebody or, like so that's what i thought right well yeah well that's what society mm-hmm. teaches you yeah. and online i kept seeing similar meanings of what that was like what is unconditional love and what it means but this is this is the one that stood out to me the most and it says that unconditional love simply put is is love without strings attached it's love you offer freely you don't base it on what someone does for you in return you simply love them and want nothing more than their happiness that already does that not sound toxic as fuck to you (laughs) like it's I see so many red flags with this definition already. What do you think? No, I agree. Cause like, I think when I was looking at, uh, some definitions, because I, I obviously had to do some research on my end, uh, what you just pointed out right now kind of sounds similar to what I came across. We must've been looking at the same, uh, websites or something, mm-hmm. but, um, that should, uh, the shit, the results that I got, that shit sounded toxic as fuck. I even scrolled, yeah. I even scrolled down to see if there were any other, alternate uh, descriptions right. of unconditional love. But and, this is like the one thing that yeah, kept popping this up. This is the one that for me, or there the was, common theme that you found, there was a quote or a line or something, whatever, a description of unconditional love that stood out to me the most. It said, put your needs aside. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, okay. Uh, basically, so like putting someone before yourself. Yeah. Put your own needs aside. Basically description saying that you would put their happiness and well being first. Okay. Okay. Sounds innocent. You know, as most relationships, you know, you put yeah, your, yeah. their needs you, uh, sometimes. Right. Yours. That's, Comes with the with the word with the love. Yeah, but it goes on further to say, even if they are not doing this for you, and, mm-hmm. I like, and that's why I was like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. This does not sound right at all. This, yeah, this shit sounds one sided. Absolutely one sided, and it's exactly what I'm talking about. Because for me, like just with the definition that I found, just hearing the the part where it says you want nothing more than their nothing, you want nothing more than their happiness. What about your happiness? Yeah. yeah. So only their happiness is what's important while you're, there you are sa- uh, sacrificing your own, right? Mm-hmm. The other one that just sits like wrong with me in, the, in that part is also where it says you don't base it on what someone does for you in return, meaning you don't have any expectations about what this love means to you. And that person, because all there is, is their feelings. And that's all that matters. Like you're only giving never taking or not expecting anything back. You're, you're doing something in return, in return with hopes of you'll get something back good in return. Right. Which I mean, well, it, I think it depends on how you read it, but mm-hmm. wh- how did you interpret that? For me, like I, I, I see that as I'm like, for example, I'm doing this for you. So you mm-hmm. should do this for me because you know, it's like, it's like, I'm giving you this. So you, you owe me this back. Okay. So, so when I read this and when I, when I was looking at this, the way I took it is like, there are no expectations as far as like when you do, you just do something for someone because you love them. And, and that is normal. I think, yeah, that's you know, that's generally it, it's normal. But when I saw this, it's, it just stands out to me because it's saying like, you're, you're not expecting anything in return at all, like ever. 
right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's necessarily right because you as a person, you are a giver. You, you said that earlier. Yeah. You give and you give and you give. But there's going to come a point in time when you're like, wait a minute. I'm broke. yeah um no but you're gonna you're gonna be like wait a minute like what about me yeah right oh yeah definitely yeah uh and it it could be the simplest of things because i know you are so happy when i when i go to the store and i come back with your favorite gummy bears oh love hair (laughs) booze but though but something as small as that right Mm -hmm. and even though it's not something you're expecting it's still it's something a, it's that nice you gesture. like to receive yeah and like you did it you did it huh, excuse me you did that without expecting something in return like oh you got me this uh look i got you this too. but no but see the idea is is like you're you're never expecting anything right, back which you shouldn't that's not but i don't agree with that no i feel like you should because you as a person deserve things too yeah, you I as agree. a person should be honored, should be dignified in that way too, because mm-hmm. it is not just one-sided and it shouldn't be one-sided. But that's what I'm saying is the problem, is that society teaches you that this kind of love is okay, as in like never expect anything back. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. I feel like you should expect things back okay. because you should not just sit there and give and give well, and yeah, give. Yeah. You deserve things too. Mm-hmm. You deserve those kind of gestures as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now, what do you think about it? Uh, I'll take I'm those. I'll take those gummy beards now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it is really important to like break away from this type of mentality. It's a, I think it would be a disservice to the generations after us for us to present this type of behavior as okay. Like this type of love is okay. Just give, never take, never expect anything back. I'm glad I can honestly distinguish the differences in healthy love and healthy behavior versus what should be known as toxic love, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's sad to see people who deserve more, and this is where I'm, where what I'm talking about is, uh, you know, it's sad to see that people who deserve more suffer in silence because that's what society taught you you deserved. Yeah, like that's, that's the kind of love that that we're, we sh- you should expect. Yeah, I I don't agree with that. Yeah, um, my my mom, you know, unfortunately did this for so many years with my bio dad. He was awful to her. He cheated on her on multiple times. And my mom just took it because that's what she was taught she had to do, right? Um, Forgive him every time he made his, quote, mistakes. You know, people told her, do it for the kids. But you're his wife. He's the father of your children. I mean, the excuses go on and on for why this is unconditional love and for why you're supposed to just deal with this kind of love yeah because i I can kind of sort of relate to some of that stuff because when i was younger in in high school middle school whatever however old i was my parents did go through a rough patch and on the verge of they were gonna they were about to divorce they were about to split up but my mom decided to stay with my dad for whatever flaws he had and everything because of us because of the kids and that goes to what you were just saying society uh, brought her my mom up to the to that to that standard where to stick it through yeah stick it through for the kids uh for the family for your family just to stay strong and look past those flaws and keep moving mm-hmm. which i mean i'm glad she stayed because obviously we're all here we're still in, uh, it worked out at the end it did work it worked out in this situation which is not always the case mm-hmm. i mean it's, you people you read about stories that are 
and way worse than you know some of the other like talking about like abuse and all that that sometimes right, is right. way worse than that yeah and every situation is different but you know and i think that ultimately while what your mom did was honorable did she deserve it no would anyone have blamed her when she left if she left honestly mm. yeah people would have blamed her people would have not necessarily blamed but as far as like being like shaming her mm-hmm. for oh, leaving yeah. yes. right because i think that's what she grew up with and i mean obviously like her her friends and her family are, are her, around her age you know and so they would have that same type of mentality and be like you know but he's your husband you know blah 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 like all of these excuses for how your dad was behaving mm-hmm. and i love chon that's my bestie <laughs> my dad <laughs> <laughs> but um you know, he 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 didn't treat your mom right for for a while there, and yeah, my mom she'll she open, stuck she'll it openly, out. She'll openly yeah, talk she, about it. Yeah, she'll, she'll yeah, talk about she it. totally does. Like, I mean, she will openly talk about it, even in front of him. Like, yeah, I'm talking about you. You know, like <laughs> what you're gonna do? What? <laughs> <laughs> but but the, it's such a different um, mindset for her now because yeah. I think that now if she, your dad were to like do the same things he was doing before i think your mom would leave oh she yeah she's definitely a way stronger person now than back then not to say she was weak back then but just you well know, her i mindset. see and i think it was just a mindset it's a mindset thing it, i don't think him. it was like a moment of weakness or you know like strength i don't think it was about that i think it was just that's how she was taught to accept mm-hmm. like she was supposed to accept that because she's married and that's what unconditional love is right right but that's the whole point of this conversation It's like saying you know what like i nowadays like no that is not acceptable and it's okay for you to get out of that kind of situation um for me i remember you know being a young boy at such a young age and seeing my mom go through through that and thinking to myself why is she taking it why is she accepting this type of treatment you know like she deserves she deserved better than that but she was just taking it and i was young but i do specifically remember always just looking at the situation with my mom and my bio dad and just feeling really frustrated for my mom and you know i remember telling my mom we don't need him you know need and want are two completely different things and in my opinion either you don't want this anymore and you let go and move forward or you want this unconditional love in your life because that's what comes with unconditional love if that's what it is me i don't want it and i never did after that i know because of what i saw my mother go through what i was and wasn't going to allow in my life when it comes to how people treat me oh i feel empowered oh shit preach keep going (laughs) excuse me and i guess for me like like i said i was on the other side of the unconditional love, I, I, I'm the giver. I was always the giver. Yeah. And at least, at least that's how I thought it was supposed to go. But right. you know, as many people here, listeners, and my close friends and family, they know I was in a very um, toxic relationship, for yeah. lack of better words. Uh, refer to season one, episode ten. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, and. As many, like I said, as many people know, I was in a, a toxic relationship, but um, it stemmed from me trying to achieve unconditional love. That's my. That's what I took when I was thinking about like writing. Wait, a, what was that last part? You what? My toxic relationship, I think, stemmed from trying to achieve unconditional love. 
Okay, like, like you were practicing that unconditional love for yeah, her. Yeah, the, the version that I thought right. was correct. Yeah. So what I went through mentally was, it was actually pretty messed up. You know, I thought it was in a happy relationship, overlooking and creating excuses for, you know, the toxic behaviors that my ex was doing. Yeah. I had put myself in a bubble Mm-hmm. And like I isolate, I isolated myself from my friends, uh, or better yet, they I think they distanced themselves from me because I was mm-hmm. associated with her, with my ex, and um, you know they didn't want to be around her. So in my mind, I was happy on this little island that I had created for her and I, thinking, yeah, hey, your little every- paradise. Yeah, everything's great. Her and I are happy. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the people around us, around our island, they don't want anything to do with us. Right. So, so, like, you stay on your island because yeah, we don't want it. Like, <laughs> like, hey, here's a boat if you want to come visit. Like, nope. They're like, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> we rather drown, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I was always giving and, you know, I was always giving and trying to understand why she wasn't happy. Yeah. And, you know, with me, as I mentioned, uh, she was going out with her friends, partying, and I was at home watching TV. Mostly because, you know, at that point, I was 25, 26. I yeah. had already done the party scene. Well, you had, scene. like, two jobs and everything, I, I had too. Two jobs and I just didn't care to go out anymore on the weekends. Yeah. And... That was, I guess, part of it. Like, when I would stay home, I knew she was out hanging out with her friends and whatever guy she was dating or talking to at the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm at home thinking, how can I fix this? Like, what, yeah. did, I, what did I do wrong? And I sit, I sit back and I think this is one of the, the things that I thought about, which is, tell me what you think after I tell mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was thinking maybe if I have, like, a sit-down conversation with her, like, one-on-one, uh, let her know, you know, how I feel and how she made me feel when she cheated on me for the third, fourth, whatever time. Yeah. And I was like, maybe she won't do it again because I'm forgiving her again for yeah. the third, fourth time. So maybe if I have that sit down conversation, she'll change or I can fix this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's just part of what you grew up seeing, you know, is like that toleration. And I, uh, I, is that a word? Toleration? Toleration. Yeah. yeah. Well, it okay. is uh, this new word on Coastal Podcast, toleration. <laughs> and like part it of, is here. <laughs> part of it is like I know a part of my mind was like, Oh, I don't want to throw away five years because yeah. I didn't have to start all over and I threw it away. Mm-hmm. I was like, now I'm just like, fuck that. Had I just like let cut the cord and moved on mm-hmm. without trying to fix it for like the last two or three years, it would have been so much easier. And yeah, honestly, it I think it kind of made me look like a sad person because I was allowing this person mm-hmm. to make me feel this way mm-hmm. like helpless let me fix it i, I can fix this i and just don't. accepting it yeah i was just yeah. accepting it letting her do her thing and i was you know because that's what love is right yeah. like <laughs> you were taught you were taught that that's what love is supposed to be you're supposed to be suffering in silence mm-hmm. and just that shit is so unhealthy though it. like i went through that shit is so unhealthy and yeah. like my friends you know they were telling me it's like dude you know she's doing this i mean my friends would literally tell me she is cheating on you again mm-hmm. with this person i saw her they would show me pictures and they're like look she's right there yeah and i, mean, I was like no that's her friend making excuses that's Aww, her friend they've known each other so since sad. they've known each other since high school they know each other since about well yeah, yeah she was cheating with her high school friend but um that makes me so sad for like, you you were a sad person exactly that's what i'm saying like it's sad to think about it now but you know had i listened to my close friends that were genuinely genuinely looking out for my best interest telling me hey move on you're so like you're 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 hating your life why are you doing this to yourself literally they would tell me have some self-respect for yourself Mm -hmm. she's doing this yeah in front of your face and you're still there i mean yeah and I, I don't know what was going through her mind. Maybe she was like, maybe let me see what else I can get away with. I've gotten, well, I've gotten away with this much. Right. 
maybe on a fifth or sixth time and see what happens. Well, I think that some people are blessed with that woke mentality, mm-hmm. you know, and some people aren't. And I feel like it, it's all under the circumstances you grew up in. And you saw that growing up, like mm-hmm. with your parents, like, right. You saw your mom tolerating it and yeah. just dealing with it because that's what love is. And so that's what love is. That's what love became to you. And so you were doing the same thing in reflection of what your mom was doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see that. And and I totally understand that feeling because I know that at some point, Luis and I were in the same situation. You know, um, I stopped caring for our, our relationship. He did too. And I can specifically remember having multiple conversations with him about things that were bothering me and it never changed. Like, even after having those conversations, they never changed. I think the situations just kind of stayed the same. And because, like, they stayed the same, my feelings changed and I felt resentment towards him. And then it started showing. It started reflecting in my actions. And it became a domino effect after that. You know, Louise stopped caring for my needs and what made me happy, um, you know, towards the end of our relationship. And I did the same. And all because we're taught that sacrificing and sacrificing what's important to you and your and your needs is normal, you know, that's what unconditional love is supposed to be. So let me ask you this question: uh, What did you learn from that, from that experience with Luis? You made it sound like so like complex and deep. Let me ask you this: well, um, we're, We take. This... How did you feel? <laughs> so how'd you feel? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I know that we should we should have made those changes together. Uh, we should have fought harder to voice and enforce those changes because it's what led to the to the end of our marriage. I think the biggest thing that that I got out of of that was voicing how you feel and how important that is. Uh, if affection and sex is important to you, you need to voice it. If it sounds selfish, I get it, but at the end of the day, you need to voice it. Make it a point to specifically work on that because you should not have to sacrifice those types of emotional values that you have uh, when it's rooted in society. And I would say even as far as back as a Bible, I mean, it teaches us that we're supposed to sacrifice and sacrifice and give and give in relationships and to others. And don't get me wrong. I totally 100% agree that we are supposed to love thy neighbor and honor your husband, honor your wife. But you have to beg the question, what about me? Like, what about you? When is someone going to honor and love you? If you don't start with yourself, how do you expect someone else to do that? I mean, I think that your needs and desires and so forth matter. And it should be something that you're continuously voicing because otherwise there aren't going to be any expectations. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, you hit a lot of good points on, you know, on your marriage and what you learned mm-hmm. and I, I completely agree i mean communication you keep you mentioned communication a lot and voicing your what your needs and wants and yeah that's i 100 percent agree with that yeah i think it's like a lot of a lot of the time for example with you and your situation you weren't doing that right like you weren't establishing what you wanted mm-hmm. anymore you gave up. Yeah, you just kind of just laid last, yeah, I was and just, just back let, and accepted it and saw it happen. Letting it just kind of work it run its course because I got that. That's uh, towards the end. At some point, I was checked. I was like, I'm done. I'm tired. I'm over this. So yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's the case in a lot of situations and a lot of relationships. Um, and it's sad because I think that a lot of marriages end because of that one sided type of relationship. Um, 
speak up sis or bro or whatever <laughs> bro but, or, uh, just or because, them right yeah whoever uh, but just because you know quote you're the man doesn't mean that you don't have to that doesn't mean you don't have to sacrifice you have to sacrifice your feelings you know just because you're a woman doesn't mean that you have to deal with his bullshit with his mistakes you know there needs to be that middle ground where you both discuss and agree on things or otherwise you'll be unhappy internally and you you won't realize it until it's too late and that's where you mentioned this resentment i mean you stay quiet for so long you just end up disliking strongly disliking the person you're with but that's your fault you didn't speak up not you but i mean that's that that person's fault because they didn't speak up Mm -hmm. they didn't voice how they felt so I mean, and, you, and I know you felt that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what, yeah, but totally. where did that? Where does that come from? It doesn't just yeah, magically yeah. appear. Mm-hmm. Like, these are things that build up mm-hmm. because you're just choosing to just kind of accept this what is supposed to be unconditional love. And in my opinion, you're suffering in silence. And you know, to answer the question, is unconditional love just a sweet way of sugarcoating and saying you know accepting toxic behavior and and toxic. Um, in relationships, like, yes, in my opinion, it absolutely is. And mm-hmm. it could come from anybody, you know, because unconditional love could, you know, um, come from a family member, like we've mentioned. Like, I've had, to, and everyone knows this because I've made it this very public, obviously, with the, with the Daddy Issues episode. But I spoke about having that non-existent relationship with my father with my bio dad and choosing not to continue to have that relationship anymore because he's reached out Mm -hmm. on multiple occasions and has tried to communicate with me. Right. But I don't want that in my life. Like in my opinion, uh, that unconditional love that I should have received from my father, I didn't get right. So here I am thinking my father's supposed to love me no matter what, because that's what unconditional love is supposed to be. Does he love me? Probably. I, I I see that I feel like in a in a in my head he does love me, but with conditions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I okay, I get that. But now here are my conditions, right? Yeah. This is what I'm choosing to accept and what I'm not choosing to accept. And at this point, I don't need that kind of that kind of love from him, right? Because now he's understanding where I'm at in my life and the fact that because of what he chose to do back then, I'm choosing now. Mm-hmm. But that's because I chose to, yeah. to do that. Ooh, what I get mad just right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, and it goes for anything. I mean, my, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, I spoke, I don't know if I specifically mentioned it, but you know, like there's another family member that we had to cut out out of our lives because it was just, you know, like toxic behavior coming from that person. And as much as we, we love that person, like my family and I had to like cut ties with them because it was just toxic. And that's the thing is like, you know, society today is fortunately becoming more and more woke about what they should and shouldn't accept from people. And I'm totally at that point yeah. in my life too. You have to. I mean, just for your own mental well-being. I yeah, mean, your me- your own mental health it matters. Do you have anything else you want to add on? Uh, no, I mean it. Both. I mean, again, like, who? I'm just I'm just mad right now. I don't know why. I just got mad. <laughs> <laughs> I choked. I don't allow this behavior in my life. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, anything I, else? No. Uh, I guess Before we do our Kosovo takeaways, 
Uh, no, I think we're good on the Kosovo takeaway. Okay, go for it. You All can right. do yours. Let me do mine in true Kosovo fashion because yours is always better. Yeah, I, I just already know because you. I went through such an emotional roller coaster on this episode right now. I was like happy, joking, and then now I'm mad. I'm just pissed. Like, I'm just pissed off. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all can go to hell. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's a joke. But um, yeah, my Kosovo takeaway. Um, in the end, for me, I finally, you know, got out of that one-sided, unconditional love relationship that I was in for. Mm-hmm so long um and i got something back that i didn't have while i was in that relationship my self-respect yeah you know um you shouldn't be afraid or feel embarrassed to walk away from a relationship where your needs and wants aren't being fulfilled or you're feeling unappreciated Mm -hmm. unappreciated yeah um again just because you're with someone for x amount of years is it's not a good reason to stay i mean you you know you were with that person for this this much time it didn't work out Cut your ties, move on. It's gonna hurt, yes, but you owe yourself. You you ha- you should have that self respect to yeah do what makes you happy. Your tia, fuck her. Oh, what, what happened? What yeah, happened? your grandma, <laughs> fuck her too. <laughs> I love your grandma. <laughs> um, wait, was that it? Yeah, that was okay, it. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, you know, I think it's really okay. So I'll do mine. Um, I think it's really important to ask yourself, what type of love do I deserve? What is it that matters to me? You know, think about what are your needs when it comes to your partner, when it comes to your friendships. Any relationship has its ups and downs, but you need to recognize what I think is the most important is what you value out of these relationships. Don't let society and old school mentalities think and feel for you. If something doesn't sit well with you, it didn't just appear. It's because it was triggered by something within you. Okay, so voice it. I think you'll find that voicing how you feel will bring a sense of relief into your life. And God knows we all need that because unconditional love is a nice way of saying your feelings matter, but only a little bit. Oh, damn. Another Jamie Well production. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean. That's my Kosovo takeaway. And again, better than mine. But, you know, there it's it's what you take from these takeaways. It's not exactly like who's is Everyone's better. is going to be different, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. we have ours. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone has their own when they finish this episode, right? Like, it's like, that's the whole point of our show. It's like, what did you take? What's your mm-hmm. Kosovo takeaway from, from this? But, oh, I feel empowered still. <laughs> um, next week, we're going to discuss something that at this point, either you've done or you're totally against. But nonetheless, it's a hot topic. So we're talking about it to get vaccinated or to not get vaccinated. Ooh. Ooh. That's a big one. I can already, <laughs> that is a big I got, one. I got chills. Ooh. <laughs> They're multiplying. Okay. <laughs> With that being said. Um, right, right. That was right. You get that. You get, you get where yeah. that was from, right? Greece. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 <laughs> Continue. All right. So that concludes uh, episode two. With that being said, be sure to check out our show on all major streaming platforms. Uh, definitely rate, subscribe, share this episode, and help us get more exposure out there. You know, tell your neighbor, your friends, your coworker, maybe not your boss. I mean, we're entertaining you. The least you could do is spread the word. It's the least you can do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, make sure you follow us on all social media. We're at we're using the handle at Kosovo Podcast on Instagram and Twitter for now. And use our tag at Kosovo to keep up with what we're doing and catch a new episode every Tuesday. Catch a new episode every Tuesday. Okay, bye. See ya.